The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Well, let's turn now to the outlook for the U.S. housing market, which has been under pressure because of high mortgage rates. According to the latest survey from the real estate company Remax, home sales dropped 9.8% from October to November. The median sales price dropped by $5,000 to $405,000, and new listings were down 19.1%. Joining us now for an exclusive interview is Nick Bailey, the CEO of Remax. So, Nick, some of those numbers were fairly eye-popping, and, you know, it's not all to do with the price of a house necessarily it's obviously inventory and mortgage rates and so on the pivot this week from the Federal Reserve chair will that make an immediate difference well these are great questions and you talk about these numbers being 9.8% uh, down on sales a little bit of its seasonality but it is no secret that interest rates have affected the real estate market this year however there is something to be said that's happening right now there is the very beginning of some optimism going into 2024 to have the 30-year fixed rate drop to below seven just slightly 6.95 and I think none of us have the perfect crystal ball but as we look into 24 there is maybe some optimism on the horizon for some relief on competitive rates and that's going to mean good things for buyers and better affordability how many percentage points though would you need for rates to drop in order to combat what might be a slowing labor market or a slowing economy of some type even if we don't slip fully into recession or anything well, it's not just the rate. We've got to keep in mind that there are a couple of other things affecting this. You mentioned the $5,000 that the median price has fallen since October. But keep in mind that's up $13,000 from where it was a year ago. And that's all driven by the fact that we don't have enough homes on the market. And so the pent-up demand out there continues to grow. There's estimates that we have around 4.5 to 5 million homes that were short in the U.S. New construction can't come out of the ground fast enough. So it's not just the rate. Now, certainly, I think any rates that get into the low sixes or by some, if we get down into the fives sometime in 2024, that's going to help stimulate the industry and, and the entire market overall. However, we're going to continue to struggle with inventory levels, and that's going to affect price. I want to talk about that pent-up demand you mentioned. Um, where is it coming from? Is it mainly from first-time home buyers who are desperate to get into a home, or is it from those who need to trade up to a larger house? Well, look, the first-time homebuyers are always a significant part of the market. They're generally anywhere from 25 to 30 percent of the market. And right now we have the millennial population at the prime of household formation. And it's estimated that there are 45 million millennials that will be ready and want to buy in the next few years. So that's a big part of the demand. But when we think of inventory, we have to remember this. 34 percent of homes across the U.S. do not have a mortgage. And of those that do, 90 percent of those that have a mortgage 
mortgage are under 5%, with 50% of those being under 3.5%, which means we still have a lot of people in love with their rate and may not want to put their market home on the market anytime soon. Yeah, even if it means squeezing into a home that might be too small for their purposes right now. Nick, you mentioned also seasonality. How much does that even matter right now when there isn't enough inventory on the market and people are desperate to get into whatever house they can find um, as long as they can somehow catch uh, a dip in the mortgage rate? This is a great question that I believe what we're seeing is we're not seeing the seasonality that we historically have. Generally, the spring market uh, is, is the hottest season of the year. But if 2023 is going to be any reflection of the spring market in 24, because of the rates that I just mentioned, the move up buyer didn't come to the market in the spring market. And because of the low inventory, people are just waiting for the right house. But if buyers are out there, one piece of advice, look at new construction. Builders have lending partners with even more competitive rates. They're giving um, incentives and upgrades, and so there are other possibilities out there. We just heard that from Linnar today. In fact, Nick, where geographically are you seeing the work from home versus work in the office dynamic play out in the housing market still? Well, that is all across the board. Um, now, we do, we are seeing, uh, in many cases, your high-density areas that people are wanting to move back closer to cities. And you're seeing companies that are bringing people back to office locations on a more regular basis. I wouldn't say that we see it in one particular geography over another. Uh, but I think it just is uh, dependent on the company. And the farther away we get from the pandemic, I think we'll continue to see return to office and some of the things that we saw pre-pandemic. And just in terms of trends, Nick, you guys see a phenomenal amount of data. Are people putting down the standard 20% deposit? Are they trying to pay more in cash up front? How are those trends working? Because affordability has been a challenge for a lot of buyers, especially first-time home buyers, we're seeing less than 20%. Typically, those that are putting down 20% or more are return repeat buyers to the market. But we've even seen uh, mortgage plans that are very low um, down payment programs to help first-time home buyers and underserved populations get into a home. And we're seeing some of these at 1% down, 3% down. So for those buyers out there that are looking for a lower down payment, uh, that can really help drive their ability to get into a home. And I'm glad Bonnie brought up that question because I think about how a couple years back, the people who didn't put down any kind of down payment and paid all in cash uh, were usually international buyers uh, from Russia, for instance, from China. But given the geopolitical tension of late, perhaps those buyers are not really in the market in a big way. What kind of demand do you see from international buyers? I think we'll continue to see it grow. I mean, not so long ago, there was over, uh, you know, $53 billion from foreign buyers that was spent in the United States. During the pandemic, that obviously uh, dropped dramatically. But I think in 24, and especially going into 25, we will see a return from some of the uh, foreign investors and foreign buyers uh, back into the United States and Canada. All right, Nick Bailey, the CEO of Remax, really appreciate your joining us. That was an exclusive conversation with Nick. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. 
Visit Bloomberg.com slash Enterprise Data to learn more.